You hear the term thrown around a lot. This is the best gift I have ever received. But when we actually think about it, what was the best gift that you've ever received? Was it something from a loved one? Was it something you just found? Was it something a little less physical? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this week. This week, we're asking all our guests that what was the best gift they've ever received and why? What's up, everyone? My name is Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories. I love stories from comic books and films, songs, jokes, sitting around the campfire with your friends or sitting in an audience with strangers being enveloped by a storyteller. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love hearing what's going on behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode 12 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. The best gift. What does that mean? When you actually sit down and think about it, the term best gift can be thrown around so easily. You get a present from your loved one on your birthday. This is the best gift I've ever gotten. And sure, in that moment, it might be. But when we think back over our life, what are the things that are given to us that really stand the test of time and make us feel something and really kind of change us into who we become? So when I think of a gift, I think of two aspects. And I know there's going to be a myriad of different envisions in your head. uh, And I would love to hear what you think a gift is and what your favorite gift is. But for me, a gift is two things. A gift is something that is given from one person to another, be it physical, be it an experience, be it a moment in time shared with one person to another or a a group of people but it is given. The other aspect of the gift that I like to think of is the idea of being granted something. And I think there's a big difference there. With a physical gift, if you are given a book and it's your favorite book of all time, that is given to you from one pair of hands to yours, and it is your thing. But to me, being granted something is being in a moment or having an experience. For example, the other day I was laying down in my backyard and it was the first semi-warm day. So I decided to go enjoy it before it got too warm and anything above 65 and I am staying indoors. So it was about 50 and I was really enjoying the weather. And I was laying down on my grass and I was looking up into the trees and I decided to close my eyes for a little bit. And before I knew it, I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I looked up into the trees and there was one leaf, one single leaf left over from fall all the way through winter. It, 
It stood the test of time through winter. It held on. But as soon as I opened my eyes and I saw it, I saw it break free from the branch and fall down. And to me, that's being granted something. That is the universe telling me that we are connected. And that moment, waking up just at the right time to witness something that I would have never have seen in in a hundred billion lifetimes, I would never have seen that happen. So I was granted that moment in time. I'm going to tell you some of the gifts I've received that mean a lot to me. And I'm going to tell you some things that have been granted to me. The first gift that I'll talk about was when I was about 11 or 12, and I really should have done the research before this because I could have told you exactly when it was. I think I was like 11 or 12. Uh, Super Mario 3 had just come out for the Super Nintendo, and I begged my parents for it. And my dad made me a deal. He said if I picked up every stick on the property and put them on the burn pile, he would buy me the video game Super Mario Brothers 3. And I did. Uh, at least I thought I did. <laughs> I went out back. I picked up sticks for about three or four hours. And I thought I had it in the bag. That I was so excited that I was going to have Super Mario by the weekend. And I was going to play this game that I saw on the wizard. And it was going to be miraculous and amazing. And it didn't dawn on me that literally we lived in a forest. So long story short, it took me about three months to pick up all the sticks on the property. But throughout summer, I picked up, at least in my mind, every stick in this forest and put it on the burn pile. And I remember the burn pile getting very large. So let me express to you that when I got my Super Mario Brothers 3, it was the greatest gift. And not only did I cherish it then, but I cherish it now. I still own that, and I have the box it came in, I have the game, I have the game sleeve, the manual, they're all sitting up in my nerd room right now. I think the reason that this gift of the Super Mario Bros. 3 Nintendo game resonates so well with me because it taught me value of work. It taught me that if I busted my ass... I could actually get what I wanted. And throughout my life, I've used this as a motivational tool. I've driven myself harder and longer and more dedicatedly to jobs and work. And I really bring it to my own career now that if I could just get this job done and get this job done well. And I think that's what it boils down to is not that the job gets done but that the client's happy that this job is done well. All those sticks have been picked up in a forest. I deserve this. And I use this as a motivational tool for the simplest things like, hey, you know, I'd really like to get lunch today, but do I really need to spend 10 bucks on lunch? You know what? If I kick ass and I'm really happy where I'm at, Maybe I'll get lunch. Maybe I'll deserve lunch. And truth be told, half the time, I don't feel that way. I get to where I'm starting to get hungry, and I look at the work I've done, and maybe I've slacked off a little bit, and so I don't deserve lunch that day. And that's a driving tool in my life. So that's why this gift, 
has given me a lot more in my life than I ever thought it could. I mean, sure, we all get the whistle and can go to the warp zone in any level we want, and we can fight the Hammer Brothers in the in the Tanuki suit, but the fact that this has provided me a life lesson, I will always, always be thankful for. One of the greatest gifts I've ever been granted was my wife and I, at that time, girlfriend, we were ready to bring a cat into our family. So we went to our local humane society and we talked to all the cats. We walked through the two rooms with all the cats. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this foot poke out through one of the cages. And this cat was laying on his back, poking his back foot out toward me, almost like, this is my foot. You like my foot? It's a pretty good foot. And I knew at that moment that something special had happened. And as much as we loved the other cats, here was a cat with a wonky eye who had been here for six months and was found in a garbage can. And my heart broke and we took him home. And I am happy to say that that was 10 years ago and he is my best buddy. And actually, he's sitting in the seat next to me right now. He is my Velcro cat. He goes everywhere with me. That is Rex. I know I talked at length, and I apologize. And I'll probably cut some of these out, uh, similar to last episode, where we had the the mini episode in between. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to ask everyone what their favorite gift is that they've ever received. Stay tuned. My name is Michael, and I'm a photographer-videographer in the Naperville area. What is the best gift you've ever received? I broke my hand two years ago. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, and God gave me something that I needed, which was time. And no other thing on the planet would have been better than those nine months I was out of work. Why? Okay. At the time, I was shooting weddings on Craigslist. I worked full-time. I worked at school full-time. I was taking three classes. And at the time, every day, I was moving hard-ass bricks at work. I was building a shelter. Then I would go home, eat for 40 minutes, go to work. Now, I wasn't building a shelter like that, but I was building a shed for my job at work. And I was doing some of the hardest work. And I would go home for 45 minutes, eat. And I would literally take food from the cafeteria, put it in my bag, go home, eat it. No, I would go home, eat dinner. And then later on, when I was hungry between two classes, I would eat the, the food that I would take from the cafeteria. And then, well, they gave it to me voluntarily. Don't don't think I just like stole food from a thing. <laughs> but I like ask people because I don't, I'm not gonna lose my job. I'm not gonna be a dick. But like, I did what I needed to do for two years doing that. Mm. And I was miserable. I worked harder than any other person, like even harder than People that say they work hard, I look at them like you a bitch because I know what it's like to really work towards something knowing that it's going to be a very long goal. I broke my hand because my boss told me to throw a solid wood chair, 80 pounds, 
It came back on me because it didn't go all the way in the dumpster. And I broke the two bones in the middle of my hand. And I was shooting weddings that same weekend with a broken ass cast. I brought an assistant. And this time I was making $400 a night on Craigslist. And I was giving my assistant $100. So I made $300 for shooting for eight hours. I'd go to these badass weddings in the middle of Chicago. And I did whatever the fuck it took. But because I did that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I got paid Monday through Friday, because I was on workman's comp, mm-hmm. I had all the time in the world to get smarter and to get better and go to school and do so many things that breaking my hand was the best thing that could have possibly ever happened to me, better than any Transformers I got as a 12-year-old, because I don't remember that shit. But I do remember when I fucking broke my hand and my boss looked at me like, walked that shit off, and I went to the, and I went to the hospital right after that. I drove myself there, and I realized I broke those two bones, and it was the best thing that I, I wish I could break my hand every year. That's how good having that time was. My name is M and I am from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I would say physically my daughter. Um, I would say um, not like not human form, uh, actually my husband and my daughter, uh, but in not in non-human form, let me think. Um, you know, I, when I was a kid, I always wanted the, um, the big Winnebago, like camper Barbie thing. Um, and Rob bought it for Molly and I, and I cried like on Christmas, like this was years ago and Molly was littler. And I was like, I literally, burst into tears. I was like, oh my God, I have always wanted this. Like, so that was cool for material possessions. Yeah. That one. Did you tell him that you wanted it or did he? Oh yeah. He knew over time. Yeah. I think, I think he knew. Okay. So I have to ask you, you said you got it for Christmas. Yeah. Um, was it in, was it wrapped? Did you? Oh yeah. So yeah. Tell, tell me the whole process when you, when you came into the room so we're sitting there and we're opening presents. And then he's like, I have this one. He had set it aside. And and then he was like, okay, here's one for last. And then Molly and he's like, this is for both of you, you know? And like Molly and I are opening it and she's like, oh, fun. You know, cause she was probably five <laughs> and I'm going, oh my God. Like I just fell apart. Like just burst <laughs> into tears. Because when you're someone who um, has gone through uh, a childhood, like I had, you know, um, first of all, Christmas is really hard for me and I don't like any gifts. And, um, and so then having something like that, that it's like, oh my God, like I just always wanted it, you know? And, and so it was kind of a, um, very emotional moment on many levels, (laughs) on many levels. This is Albert. I am an operations manager from Savannah, Georgia. I think the uh, the best gift I ever got before, I've always paid for my own cars and things like that. So the best gift I ever got was my mom helping me um, putting a down payment on a brand new, her helping me out. I've never had to ask her um, for money for school, like that. But the fact that she was able to give me some money so I could make the down payment. I know we down enough. That was just, to me, that was just a huge gift. 
uh, for my family, never having to ask that question of them before. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. The best gift I've ever received. Uh, this sucks because the, I've given some amazing gifts. Um, and <laughs> the whole point of me giving these amazing gifts generally is to make people feel terrible about giving <laughs> me gifts because no one, admittedly, buying gifts for nerds suck. Because we either have it, we have plans to get it, or you don't know the variant or the gradation of the thing I want is. So like prime example, my wife and wonderful partner of nearly a third, if not half of my life, uh, got me a Green Lantern prop battery, which is awesome. I mean, how could I not love that? Of course, she got me Alan Scott's battery and not Kyle Rayner's battery. So uh, it's great that she was in the wheelhouse. <laughs> so, you know, that's up there. But uh, you know what? Let's just we'll uh, do a double back on this and we'll just say the best gift I've ever received. Sex. Fair. Fair answer. Hard to top it. My name is Stella, and I'm from Chicago. Best gift I've ever received. Oh, that's a good one. Best gift. You know, it's really interesting. My grandmother gave me this. It's actually not interesting. It's interesting to me. Um, We don't have a lot of, like, things that we've passed down in our life because of where my parents and my family are from. They're from Iran um, and actually Russia. But I got this, one of my favorite gifts is this um, really cool, almost like a, like a fabric that my grandmother, when she was in her teenage years, sewed it together. It was like um, an applique or I don't know what it's called, but it's on like a, some kind of material that she sewed things on. I'm totally killing this story. And she gave it to me and it's in like this Ziploc bag. And she gave it to me because she said that I would be the one to keep it. So can you imagine somebody giving you something that they created as a teenager and now they're in their 80s and they give it to you because they know that you're not going to throw it away. Wow. Like that's that's pretty epic. That's something that is like such a nice, thoughtful. It's not even like a gift for me, it was something that she wanted me to have so that she knew it was going to be passed down. And it's something she created as a teenager. I thought that was pretty cool. She knew I wasn't going to get rid of it. Um, and it's really pretty. She's so talented. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. The best gift I've ever received. Um, it's weird that you ask that because I was thinking about, and I'm going to say gift because I'm going to be materialistic. I literally got this when I was a kid. I really, really wanted this G.I. Joe command kit kind of command base kind of thing because I was really into G.I. Joe's as a kid. And I didn't think I was going to get it for my birthday because, you know, my 
parents were talking about it and saying it's too much and blah, blah, blah. And I got it. And I think as a kid, it was literally one of the most happy times that I can, not, not just happy times, but most like, you know, thing like that was, was really kind of neat. Not very profound, but it was very happy, very happy <laughs> memory of mine. I think the word profound means different things to different people. So I think sure. it might not be profound to most people, but I think that GI Joe action carrier is definitely profound to you. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was just something, I mean, I've always kind of dabbled in that kind of realmy kind of thing. I've always loved science fiction. I mean, I thought, you know, I thought it was a really, you know, and obviously looking back, it was a really creative way. My parents were both teachers. And so they always, you know, I'm not a very, creative person like i can't be like you and draw and come up with that stuff i just don't have that i have too much add i can't be that cohesive but like you know i you know what i'll tell you what i'll, I'll one up that best gift the best gift i ever got and the most profound gift i ever got in my life was my mother gave me a copy of the hobbit when i was like nine or ten and i'll tell you what i read that book i got it from you know she wrote on it and i don't have the book anymore i lost it in some, one of my many moves when i was in my 20s but she says i hope you find as much wonderment and joy of this as that i did and this is probably like in the late you know mid 70s late 70s something like that and i remember reading it and it kind of changed my life just almost as much as seeing star wars but it just kind of opened this door to this whole world of fantasy and all that kind of stuff where you know bad things still did happen but they were you know achievable and that there were all these fantastic things out there um and it really changed, you know, pretty much in the rest of my life and pretty much everything else I've done has been based on that. So wow. based on the book, it's out that I'm, 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 well, there's just like, also like reading the Hobbit opened the door to being in, you know, being in, in love with all of these things, whether it be yeah. Dr. Who, whether it be Star Trek, whether it be Star Wars, whether it be, you know, all of the, you know, the um, forgotten realm stuff that I read and all of those, you know, all of that stuff, playing Dungeons and Dragons, like literally from the first set that had chips. So, you know, like the early, the late, the mid late seventies kind of version mm-hmm. going on to doing all that stuff. I mean, it literally opened the door to all of that in my life. And I can't really imagine what I would do if I didn't have that. I mean, I'm sure it would be something. I mean, I was an athlete, I played sports, but that was always the thing that got me going, <clears throat> you know, and then obviously going in, doing all these cons and doing, you know, podcasting stuff and doing all these other kind of creative things. I don't think I would ever have explored that had it not been for that book. I mean, I I can look back at it and say it seriously changed my life. So if that's profound, I think that might be a good one. So what is the best gift you have ever received? Ooh, I should say my daughter. I should say that the best gift I've ever received is my daughter. But I think she would, she would even be okay with me saying that uh, the best gift I ever received was probably an iPod. Why an iPod? Um, why an iPod? Because it held music. Lots and lots and lots of music. And this was back when I could run, and I was able to run without a CD skipping. Each kid's a CD was, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and that was a huge thing for me to be able to run for miles and hours, and because I used to be able to, 
and uh, just have a soundtrack to your life. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I still have it, and uh, I just probably can't use it anymore. Now uh, my phone takes the place of that because mm. phones replace everything. I'm okay with it. My name is Brett, and I'm a writer and a musician, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I got a blowjob on the side of the Grand Canyon at sunrise one morning. That was a pretty good gift. But uh, honestly, the best gift I ever got was my ex-fiance had a piece of artwork commissioned. And I've always wanted this. It's Captain Kirk and Spock. And they're cuddling in bed. One's sort of playing with the other's chest hair. And (laughs) she had an artist do it for Christmas. And when we broke up, it was bad. She she broke it off with me for another dude. And um, she moved in with him. Left all her stuff at my place for a while until she moved it out to move with him. And when she moved out, I was pretty petty and angry. So I gave her back like everything even associated with her, including this piece of artwork couple weeks ago, she's hits me up and she's like, look, I've had that artwork for five, six years now. My mom um, had it storing it at her house, kind of wants to clean out her basement. Do you want it back? And I went, absolutely. So right before coronavirus hits, she got it back to me. So I have it. Um, and yeah, best gift ever. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. Oh, come on. There's there's the cliche stuff like my daughter being born, uh, my wife, meeting my wife. If you're talking a physical gift, I have have something better than a physical gift. In, I think it was 1978, it was the... It was not the the Christmas right after Star Wars. There were no toys out. The next Christmas, there were a ton of toys out, right? (laughs) <laughs> I was 11. I come down the stairs and my parents, the way they always did it is they had wrapped presents, but then Santa always came, even when we're well past the point where I know what's up. Right. And, and they knew I knew what's up, but they'd still do it. It was a lot of fun, dude. It was like, it was like star Wars threw up on my Christmas tree. I literally got everything. I mean, I, I even got the droid factory. Oh, yeah. I got every toy. I got the Millennium Falcon. I got the Death Star that year. We're talking the big toys. I got them all in one, like, and I got that uh, 18-inch alien toy. Same year. Holy shit. I got the troop transport. (laughs) Like, who gives a crap? I got that. I got it all, man. It was was one of those, like, defining moments, like, I... I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. It was just incredible. I am Chris, and I am from Chicago. That's another really good one. I love to collect little knickknacks that people give me when they say they think of me, and I consider them to be gifts. But I would say that out of all the gifts that I have received... There is a plaque that sits in my office that's made up of different posters of short films that I either directed or that I shot along with the awards that they won. And a note 
um, that says, uh, a gift to you when you need a little motivation, you can look at this and remind yourself that you're capable of doing anything. And so I look at that all the time and it just reminds me. And so, yeah, I would call that the greatest gift I've received thus far. That's incredible. It keeps on giving every single time. My name is Sean and I am from Chicago. Life from my mother. You know, um, <laughs> if I were to <laughs> if I were to make like a very uh, universally placed type of answer. But, um, you know, I, I just think that I, I think it's a, it's a true gift when, you know, you have you, you have like a really genuine connection with somebody and they kind of like show you that they care. They like invest mm. their time to really show you that they care about their time with you. Um, that they appreciate you. I think that's like a really true gift because I think people take situations and people for granted and it's, it's tough. And a lot of times, and I'm pretty sure you can relate to this, that, you know, a lot of people will, you know, um, it like, we'll be in relationships that are very one-sided where it's like one person is giving a lot more than the other. And I've, you know, grown to really see those type of relationships for what they are and not invest my time into giving more of myself than, um, that person deserves from me. So, um, I, I really don't take for granted when people make efforts to show that they're thinking of me or they, sh they show their appreciation. Um, even when somebody like sends me a private message and they're like, yo, your TikToks are hilarious and they've been like really brightening my day. Like I don't take that for granted. Like I actually greatly appreciate that because um, it, it provides like a light for me to uh, continue to, you know, be myself and, and try and create impacts wherever I go. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. So actually, I would say it's a gift I got this year, and it is an immersion circulator, um, which is uh, how you cook sous vide. It's where you kind of uh, vacuum pack some meat and you put it in a giant pot. And what the immersion circulator does is it you set the temperature, so it's a constant temperature, whatever you set, and then it, it moves the water. So like for example, this weekend I did some eye of round steaks at 123 degrees for six hours, and then I pulled them out and uh, patted them dry, seasoned them, and threw them on a hot grill for about 90 seconds aside. And they were so tender, they were falling apart. You could almost cut them with a fork. And if you were to eat it, you'd have no idea. It was a really tough piece of meat, like an eye of, eye of round. Um, and you can do anything from seafood to chicken to uh, there's somebody on YouTube that does mashed potatoes. Um, I always wanted one to play with one. And now that I have one, it's it's a lifesaver. You could turn it on and go to work and come home and have the most tender piece of tender and juicy piece of meat. Um, it'll whatever temperature you set, it will never go higher than that. So like I said, 123, I didn't pull the steak out at 125, 130. It was 123 when I pulled it out. Um, and, and if you kind of think about like uh, when you grill a steak and you cut it in half, it's kind of got the, the gray on the outside and pink in the middle that's you know from the heat that's getting it up to temperature this does kind of the same thing except it's pink from edge to edge there is no like 
gray. Kind of if you think kind of with barbecue and a smoke ring, where you've got a smoke ring on the outside, think of it's kind of like the gray border um, that you'd get from grilling. This this you just it's pink from edge to edge with a nice sear on the outside, and and it it's it comes out juicy and perfect every time, no matter what you're making. Um, I'm still kind of working on recipes and seasoning blends and time and temperature. You know, I use Google to kind of as a guide, but for the most part, you know, I've, I've got a general idea of how I do chicken and a general idea of how I do steaks. But I mean, I love the thing. I use it weekly. I mean, two, three times a week it's, it's running. It's the best gift I've ever gotten. And I got that this Christmas. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Best gift I've ever received. It's a really random one, and it should be something better, but I remember when I was probably, I think it was eight, I got the original Legend of Zelda for Nintendo NES for Christmas from my grandma and i had the flu over christmas that year so i got to open it early and at the time i didn't even know what it was um i just remember seeing like that shitty rap commercial for the legend of zelda or whatever and i'm like okay that uh, mostly i remember walking through toys r us and looking at they'd have like um all the games kind of like up on the aisle and then there'd be little tags where you'd pull a little thing out and you go up and get it. And I remember seeing the cover with the gold uh, cover with the shield with the four quadrants and you could see the gold cartridge inside. And that's the reason I wanted it. Not because it's probably the greatest game ever created, but because the cover was cool. And that's kind of why I pick my sports teams too. It's that logo is cool. But, but yeah, I, I think legend of Zelda because that's, Still to this day, my favorite video game of all time. So, my name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. Oh, I gotta think about that for a second. There's been a lot of gifts. I came from a generous family, but I still I have incredibly vivid memories of the day that my dad brought home the original Nintendo with Super Mario Brothers when I was like six years old. And uh, me, him, and my brother uh, playing Super Mario Brothers. And uh, since like I'm, that's it's now like 32 or so years later, and like I still own that Nintendo and that game, and uh, <laughs> like I have a big collection of Nintendo games and all this video game stuff that all stems from that one moment. Like that might've been the best gift ever was that Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Ooh, also one time <laughs> you guys can all tell how mature I am. Right. One time my brother and I came home from school and my mom, for no reason, it wasn't even a holiday. She had bought the Ninja Turtles sewer headquarters and, oh. and yeah. And like, she like put it on the front step. So when we got off the bus and we were walking towards the house, it was just there. And me and my brother just freaked the hell out, you know, and we're like, Oh my God, you know, <laughs> and then played Ninja Turtles for a long time. <laughs> so that, that's pretty dope. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of 
best g- gift that's not just a material child's toy. Uh, uh, I don't know if I really have anything. I, the gift of friendship and love. How about that? <laughs> Very Care Bear of you. I fucking, I'm dead inside, man. It, you get divorced, okay? See how much you fucking care about, like, I was going to be like, oh, the fr- the greatest gift was the first kiss I ever got, you know, or the first time I made love to someone I cared about. But that's such bullshit, man. You know, I mean, it's it's true. I'm very thankful for those things. Um, but, um, you know, all happiness is fleeting. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. The best gift I've ever received, uh, you know, gifts come in many forms, but it's it's my children. I have three girls. Um, one was born when I was very young. I was in my 20s. I was in college. and uh, So she's 18. She's in the Air Force. Her name's Caitlin. Uh, and then I have Riley and Kinsey. And uh, they're 10 and 8 and uh, just just beautiful children, beautiful gifts. And, uh, you know, for a guy who came from a family with three brothers, uh, so I knew just a boy lifestyle uh, to be blessed now with three girls. Uh, it's changed me quite a bit in, in all these really amazing, beautiful ways. You know, women uh, and, and, and girls, they have a way. Uh, and uh, that's the only thing. That's all I can say. They have a way. And, uh, and just a, a thing about them and, and it will change you as a, as a manly man into uh, something else, you know, and, and they'll soften you and you'll learn so much and, uh, and, and have so much respect and adoration, and adoration for women as a result. Lauren? <laughs> you would answer it. Uh, I'll probably pass on that just because I have the same answer. My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Mm. The best gift I've ever received was my wife saying yes when I asked her to marry me. Why that? She's pledging her love for me for all eternity, basically. You know, the follow-up, of course, would be standing at the altar with her and and her saying yes. But uh, at that point, it's a... you know, pretty much a foregone conclusion that she's not going to run away. At least I hoped. <laughs> uh, just knowing that you found somebody that's that's willing to give you all of them as much as you're willing to give them all of you is the greatest thing that can ever happen to somebody. Um, my name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. I think the best gift I've ever received, I don't want to say a hug, but I think a hug, like I don't need a whole lot. Um, I just love my friends. I think my friends are a gift. Like I cherish my friends and my, my friends are kind of like my D and D group too. Um, and it, it probably sounds cliche and like super mushy, but I can't really ask anything of them. I mean, there there are times where I, I like need to, but I I think they're the gift. I love my friends. I I am just like grateful for my friends. So I, I would say a hug, just because hugs are the best thing. They don't really cost anything, and they're so easy to give. Mm-hmm.
gifts come in all shapes and sizes at times where you expect them and at times where you don't. And gifts of all sorts are magical because it's letting you know that someone cares about you. Whether it be another person or the universe just nodding and winking and saying, it's okay. Stories like these make us all feel a little more connected to the world. Like, no matter what's happening to you right now, you're not alone. None of us are alone. We're all in this big story called life together. Do you have a story about your favorite gift that you've ever received? Send us a voicemail clip or uh, an email to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We'd love to play it on the next episode, and really, we just love to hear it. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast with your friends, family, and and always my go-to, just random people. So when the mailman comes, tell them a behind every story. You should check it out. Be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller, more intimate place especially when we get to hear all about your favorite gifts and really how it changed you. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week, Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren, and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when we ask everyone, what is their career and how did they get there? See you next time on Behind Every Story.